Welcome to the Degenerates Clubhouse, a place for less than distinguished gentlemen to discuss nonsense and fuck all tomfoolery. With your hosts Aaron and Armando. Honestly, who's going to listen to this? What a couple of stupid fucking cunts. Welcome, Degenerates, to episode 85. Ooh, can you believe we're almost to 100? Like, it's if you think 15 weeks will come and go, what's 15 weeks? For, uh, Three months? Four months? Uh, it's like 4.2 weeks per month. Yeah, so it's like, uh, I'd say by September-ish, September, October-ish, we'll have done 100 episodes. Jesus. Yeah, provided we don't miss any. Provided we don't miss any, provi- provided the world doesn't end, provided... But I mean, we're, we're troopers. No, I mean, even if the world ends, we can still... Kind of get figure it out. Those last few. Yeah, we'll do it in like a underground bunker. Huh? Well, we can record an under. It's not going to go out to anyone. Yeah, I'll say who's going to listen but to it. How is that really different than now? It'll be, it'll, <laughs> it'll be a. Well, no, I told you before we started re- rolling that uh, our YouTube subscribership has gone into double digits. I don't know, like if, how Twitch works, and you know, I, I wish I would pay more attention to the stats. I just like every now and again I get curious and I look at something like oh let's see this this is this is art for art's sake mondo I wonder if we're ranked in the uh have we broken like 180 in Canada or something yeah. well, you know what the, <laughs> like I, 179 in all my other creative endeavors I've always wanted to have an audience I mean uh-huh. when I was making YouTube videos as dumb as they were I was still like oh how do I get more subscribers how do I get more followers this is the first one where Maybe because I don't think I'm nearly as confident as a, a podcaster. It is a, a tricky art form where I'm like, well, let me, I want to figure this out first. I want to get better. Uh, and well, obviously, I think we're both way better just on the mic and not sounding like complete dum-dums. Yeah. We're only like 98% dum-dums now. So we're we're trending in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. As but, long as we improve every week a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, a tenth of a percent every week. So so by episode 500, we're going to be like seasoned pros. The whole point I was trying to say, though, is is this is the one sort of, <clears throat> pardon me, creative endeavor where I, like, I haven't been trying to really, really like promote it hard. Like that, that is not, it's been like an afterthought for me. And maybe you're like, hey, maybe, maybe make it a forethought. To promote it? Yeah. Uh, I, I look, if, all I do is the Instagram and my Facebook and that's kind of it. I don't. I don't tweet. I fucking hate Twitter. I don't do TikTok. I mean, I think if we were smart, we would do, like, if we really wanted to market ourselves, I think kids right now are TikTok. Like, TikTok is the, but I fucking can't stand it. I can't fucking stand TikTok. Well, well and that, that clearly is the perfect market for, <laughs> Can you? Imagine? we want we want children 9 through 12. Wait, that see. is our market for this. See, I can pull this off. What's that dance where they do this shit? Where they fucking, the kids do the- Flossing? Yeah, that one. I don't think we could pull it off, but if we did that on TikTok, maybe we'd get like a thousand more listeners. That, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sure. Either that or we're going to end up on some watch lists, maybe both. Because uh, um, it's like, hey, kids, look at our fun TikTok dance. Guess what? Now we're going to talk about these degenerates in history and their weird sexual perversions. <laughs> we just got to do stuff that attracts kids. And, and you know what else attracts kids? <laughs> No, seriously, they're the they're there there's a like an age group, a target audience where if we get their attention, like it just doubles, triples. You know what kids really enjoy though? What what Mondo? What do kids really enjoy? <laughs> kids like magic. Oh good lord. They do. We should do magic on TikTok. Like you know, like oh I know. I have an idea. We'll get a flashlight and we'll make stuff disappear in it and like just no? 
it'll it'll be it'll kill two birds in one stone. It's magic. Kids enjoy magic. And number two, if it's our degenerates, no. Uh, you, you know what? You keep workshopping that. You, you know who was a. Uh, you you get the flashlight. You work out some of those tricks, and then short to no one. <laughs> you know uh, we have a, a degenerate in history that that did magic. I'm I'm aware. His name was Alistair Crowley. I hope I pronounced that right. He didn't. He didn't do magic though. He was a magician. You're you're talking about. You know, what's your card? No, uh, you don't know. Rabbit out of the hat. Like, this this dude was a fucking warlock. M- maybe he started with a fleshlight and making things disappear in it. That That's that, <laughs> that's how you, you, you enter into the occult. It's, it's like, step one, fleshlight. Step two, question mark. Step three, summoning uh, creatures from another universe. Uh, Alistair Crowley, born 1875, died 1947, was an English occultist. Oh, by the way, this is degenerate's history. Was an English occultist and writer who claimed to be a magician, not the stage tricks kind of magician, but the warlock spells and sorcery type. Yes, yeah, I told you. An, yeah, you read this, you fucker. An L. Ron Hubbard type before there was an L. Ron Hubbard, i.e. Scientology. Crowley was founded a religion. Crowley also founded a religion in the early 20th century. Thelema whose prophet he asserted himself to be, that, entrusted with guiding mankind to an aeon of Horus. It's a religion based on Scooby-Doo. Mm. Thel, thel, that's Thelma, not Thelema. Fuck. Close. Uh, uh, what, but there were, weren't there always like uh, like spells and warlocks and things in Scooby-Doo too? It could be connected. We can't rule that out. A uh, fundamental principle of Thelema was that the 20th century would usher in the aeon of Horus, which would overthrow all existing codes of morality and ethics. In the New Age, people's true will, in quotations, which would discover via magic, would all would be all that matters. Jesus, I can't read. I, I think this dude's talking about the internet. That's kind of what happened. Right? <laughs> That's kind of what happened. Um, and Crowley summarized the, the Horace era's ethics as, do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. Hmm. Crowley's magic religion included lots of sex with his followers, which he termed sexual magic, whereby orgasms and bodily secretions were used as components of magic spells. Here's my jizz. Now disappear. The main precept of sexual magic was that all adherents should be completely open and uninhibited about sex without social limitations or restraints. Also, followers should expose their children to sex from infancy... And accustom them to witness all kinds of sexual activity. Uh, I'm sp- speaking of TikTok, I'm really glad this guy did not have a TikTok. Jesus. <laughs> like, I've never been on TikTok, but like even on Instagram, you're you th- there's now that Facebook took over, you'll get recommendations like, oh, you should look at this Instagram feed when you absolutely don't want to. And every so often they'll they'll point you in the direction of something like wh- what the fuck Instagram why is yeah. this on Instagram how did this get through the filters and uh, yeah I feel like I feel like uh, old Alistair would have some depraved stuff to show us so thank thank goodness this was not in the, the modern age of in, social media uh, in 1920 Crowley and his followers see he already had followers <laughs> <laughs> established a religious commune in Sicily the Abbey of Thelema but it was not long before the perverse goings-on there led to controversy, scandals, and denunciations that became regular fodder for the British and Italian press. 
Responding to the outcry, the Italian government finally shut down the commune and evicted everybody in 1923. Crowley then hit the road and split the remaining two decades of his life traveling between Britain, France, and Germany to promote his faith. Why is it... It's funny. I feel like every one of these cults just has weird sex things going on. And then the, the religions that don't, that are like, no, no weird stu- sex stuff. Then there's even weirder sex stuff going on in the background. Like, like religion just has a weird thing when it comes to sex. Are there any religions that just have like a, a healthy relationship with sex? I think um, I think it's mostly like a power dynamic. At a certain point, and like the whoever's in charge of the the cult or religion, if you want to call it a religion, like they're like... They're like, hmm, I I have clear control over all these dumb broads. Let me let me make, take advantage. I mean, even like Manson like was boning all of his uh, followers. Yeah, not, I mean, in modern day uh, Christianity, Catholicism, you got a lot of perv fucking priests, and uh, you know, it's just the abuse of power. Seems seems like almost all of them. I yeah. mean, there's that the yoga yogi guy that was like Vikram. That's like now he's got like half a dozen or a dozen like uh oh de- like yeah. lawsuits against him about like people that are like he was he's like I, I listened to a podcast about that that, <laughs> that guy w- I mean he just gave no fucks like the audacity because he like he's made the whole thing up like even his status is this like yogi yeah. it was like he like he like met a yogi once he's like no I'm I'm that's I'm him I'm basically a yogi now yep God, yeah there there is just a uh, hey, hey boo boo. Oh, wrong Yogi. That that was a, a very special <laughs> episode of Yogi and Boo Boo. Yeah. That that did not clear the censors. Well, anyway, that was it for uh, Degenerate's history. What's crazy? Did, he's Mondo, a, he's Mondo, an didn't, didn't you have a religion that you invented? No. Did I? There was, I feel like you did, didn't you? No. It was like Mondoism or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think I abused... I don't think I abused... Well, um, you didn't have enough followers to abuse yeah. it, but... But I feel like you would have. Well, I was one follower and I abused myself. But um, bumps. Somehow we keep coming back to your flashlight joke at the very beginning of the episode. I don't use flashlight. I've never used a flashlight. I've never used. I've never used uh, props. I've never used like um, uh, tools or toys or whatever. <laughs> Moving on from the gender sister, we're going to the what? I know. I, I just had. I just had a flashback. I. I a flashlight. I, both of those, both. Uh, I had a I had a flashback about a flashlight. Oh, so when I, when I was, I'm trying to remember how old we were. Like so, so basically, the the one time I tried one was like not too long after uh, we all went to Christian Bollocker's wedding. Completely unrelated. I just was like, for some reason, I was like, I I want to try a flashlight, hmm. and and then I fucking left it out where it was like visible. Mm. Or, or maybe it was I can't remember. Maybe maybe I even left it in the bathroom. I just left it somewhere in in the apartment that it had no business being. Uh-huh. And my roommate was like, "What the fuck is this?" And he and he thought and he thought it was the third roommate's. <laughs> mm. And I, I like just grabbed it and like threw it in a trash can. I was like, "Let's never speak of this again." And he's like, "All right, fine." And then and then like a few days later, he's like, "Dude, I can't believe fucking Dave <laughs> left the flashlight out." And I'm like, I'm having this moral dilemma. I'm like, "Oh no, I could just let Dave take the fall for this." No, I can't. Do and those things are those things expensive? They're not cheap. 
I think it was like seventy dollars oh, or something. So you basically just threw seventy bucks down the I did. I, th- trash can I, out of sheer embarrassment. <laughs> like, cause like now I would just be like, oh, I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah, that's mine. I'm I'm sorry. I will never leave it out again. Yeah. Then then when he was he was uh, he was like was like I can't believe Dave did that. Like I'm gonna have to talk to him about. It. I'm like oh fuck, god damn it. <laughs> so I I came I sort of came clean. Came clean. Uh, it's it's actually it's not. There's all kinds of things involved in cleaning processes. You don't want to, but um, <laughs> it's not like a like women. Supposedly, there's like dildos that just throw in the, in the dishwasher. But uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a more there's a more complicated mm. cleaning process when there's an orifice instead of. Anyhow, I had to say I'm like no no it wasn't Dave's it was mine. And he's like why did you get a flashlight and and. I was a little, I was a little proud of myself for like, okay, at least I admitted the truth. And then I don't know why, I don't know why I just instructed. I'm like, oh, I went to this wedding, and I got it at a bachelor party. Mm. And I'm, and I at the time I'm like, that was such a weird lie. Why, yeah. why would I even lie about that? And I'm like, God damn it, I blame this all on Bollocker. Yeah. Which I mean, that's that's just I. Mean, was that a really believable lie that somehow I got it at a Christian yeah. Bollocker bachelor party? Yeah. 100%. He but, gives him out his party favors, you but, know? But completely unnecessary and wrong. And, and I, you know what? I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I put that on you, Christian. That was wrong. And, uh, you know, I feel I feel better for cl- coming clean a second time. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going to say coming clean one more yep. time. There okay. we go. Let's move on. <laughs> that was it for Degenerate's History. Moving on to the world of Reddit. Ask Reddit question number one. Sir, mm-hmm. you're allowed one fictional item from any book or movie. What are you choosing? I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with the One Ring. From I, I'm going to be. I, I just want to become a Dark Lord. The, you would be the bad guy. Yeah. You wouldn't be a good guy. You wouldn't be like, like Frodo, like throwing it down the volcano thing. Why would I want a, a ring to just to destroy it? Because you don't want anybody else to have it. Right, but. It, the thing doesn't exist in this world, mm. so it's like I, I will this thing into existence just to destroy. No, I never really. So I never read Lord of the Rings, and I and I watched the movies, but I never uh-huh. really understood the full lore behind the ring. Like as far as I know, you put the ring on and makes you disappear. But what other things? No, it's, oh, it's so it's so complicated. Oh. It's so complicated. So, so I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna probably butcher this a little bit sure. because I mean the lore like there's this huge huge tome. Of like all the history, like the backstory, mm-hmm. like basically, the Lord of the Rings is just the byproduct of J.R.R. Tolkien getting so fucking into this world and like learning all the. And he's like, well, I guess I have to get write a story to get people interested into this world I've created. But he knew every little twist and turn and like what characters great great grandfathers had done. But basically, there there were. There, there were all these rings of power. So I think there were there were three three rings for the Elven Kings. There were nine rings for, that were created for men, and they were they were all kind of bestowed power. And, and then, then the, didn't the dwarves get some too? Yeah, of course. And the elves. Yeah, well, so that's what I started. With. But the, the point is, is, is the, the races all had these rings of power. There was sort of supposed to be some semblance of, of balance, and the the. One ring is is a ring that could control them all. It could like it basically just gave you like ultimate power. It could kind of subvert. Would you say it's like the Invin- Infinity Gauntlet with all the gemstones? A little, a little bit, but just to just to clear. So you remember there there were the ring race that were chasing it. Mm-hmm. The, there were nine ring wraiths. Those those were the men. So like he he had you he used their rings to turn them into the wraiths. Mm. Like he used that ring of power because it. it 
was able to take control of all the other rings. So that's why, um, like, Gladriel, I don't know if you remember, you remember, who the fuck played her? Kate something? She, she, she was the... the, the uh, One of the elves. Yeah, she, she was, like, the elf in the, the forest who, who could kind of... Had visions and everything like that. Like she had a ring, but she had to keep it really hidden. Mm-hmm. She didn't want she didn't want to be controlled by the by the bad guy ring. And yeah, I mean, so his 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 ring um, sort of held, held dominion over all of them. But then when they destroyed it, I think I can't remember. I I feel like anyone who's really into Lord of the Rings is listening to this explanation and being like, no, because actually, like, and because <laughs> I'm I'm sure I'm getting. Details wrong. It was Kate Blanchett played Gladriel, but I I believe that like once he destroyed the One Ring, like all the other rings are destroyed as well. Mm. So you're saying you would you would abuse it? Yeah, you, I just want to become a Dark Lord. You know what? You know what? What would I, you do? I'm sick, I'm sick of waiting for the apocalypse. Forget waiting for the apocalypse. I am the apocalypse. What would you do? What speci- let's na- name one thing you would specifically do with the power, like the ultimate power of the ring, like. I would start off as chaotic good, like, like I would I would use it. You know, I'd be pun- punishing bad people, like people that didn't use their turn signals. No, like worse than that. Oh. Like, like okay, so we so you know, bad news, guys. We Mondo and I we tried to solve gun violence in the last episode. We didn't do it. Nope. But like. Like, cause, cause I blame the listeners. I blame the listeners on us not solving gun violence. They need to spread the word about the Degenerates Clubhouse. And the more followers we have, the more. And then we start our own cult. So, so, so just be clear in this in this scenario. Like I, I have committed to evil. You know, I, I have. I'm not trying to actually be be good. Uh, I've taken a dark turn. Uh, you know, I've, I've I've given up on hope, and I'm 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 committed to bringing hell on earth. Okay. But like, it starts off where it's like vaguely good. Where like I like mind control someone into going on a. To, to going on their own mass shooting spree, but it's at the NRA convention. Oh. So, like, all the, like, these NRA lo- lobbyists just get gunned down. And at first, people are like, oh, like, wow, okay, we don't, we don't like his mass murdering policy, but, like, we do feel like he's at least trying to affect change. Like, that's good. And then it just gets progressively worse and darker until so everyone's like, so oh, no. So, you're kind of like a Thanos character. You're kind of like, like, you think about it, He he's trying, he's... His end game was to, like, uh, control population so mm-hmm. that the resources would be more bountiful for the people that are there. Well, see, see, the difference is he th- he. Okay, there's a couple things. Mm-hmm. So first of all, he thought he was doing good. Mm-hmm. I don't think in this scenario, I don't think I'm doing good. Two, I'm oh. not a fucking more like I, the Thanos thing I, is just really ridiculous to me because I'm like, do you not understand how? Uh, repopulation works mm-hmm. like it's just gonna be back right to where it was in like I don't know like a hundred years are you just gonna snap the whole population down to fifty percent every hundred years like I don't I don't think he really thought that through yeah I think there are a lot of holes in his plan I don't have a plan Mondo my plan is is chaos and destruction and like I said it starts off vaguely positive uh, and then it just it just gets darker and darker until Finally, some shiny hero rises and defeats me, and I'm like, you know what? I really, I really brought nothing of value to the world. Now I'm dead. Perfect. Mission accomplished. Uh, shout out to my brother, our brother Greg Davison, who says, "Sup, bro?" On uh, I don't know either YouTube chat or Twitch chat. I don't know what he's he's chatting with us on one of the 
channels. So, sup, bro, in return. Um, fictional item that I would take from any book or movie. Mm, I I don't know. I'm kind of torn. I, I don't have, like, two really good ones. But I used to think, like, if I had, like, Excalibur, like, the sword, I could, like, like rule a country and have, like, a round table. And, like, if Excalibur was real, that'd be kind of mm-hmm. cool. That's one. The other one I actually got from the... Um, I don't know if it was in the book. It was definitely in the movie. But you know, in Ready Player One, he gets like this a Rubik's Cube deal that, like, when he oh, solves I'll get you in a Rubik's Cube. But listen, hold on. But this a Rubik's Cube has like a like a power thing where once he like once it, uh, it the puzzle on the Rubik's Cube is solved, it like turns back time like a minute or a couple minutes or something like that. Like so you can like so like if oh you just want the time turner from Harry Potter, I guess. That was the most. <laughs> I never read Harry Potter. Speaking of plot holes, oh. um, spoiler alert: Are you going to read Harry Potter? Fuck it, whatever. No, no. The, the, there's, there's in one of the books, they, they've got like the most OP item ever. It's, it's, it's a time turner where you can just like, it, and and they they give it to one of the characters so she can take multiple classes at the same time, mm-hmm. and then they use it as like the ultimate MacGuffin to like solve the whole plot. But it, it's a thing that just allows them to go back in time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we, you have this in, insanely powerful thing. You could fix all the problems in all these stories with this one item. Yeah. And then they just use it to fix like the one small, yeah, yeah. relatively small issue going on in that, that particular book. And then it's just, they never talk about it again. Yeah. <laughs> that was just one where it's like, speak, speaking of, you know what? I want the time turner. I, I change. I change Aww. my thing. I, I, you know what? I was. I was really if settling I could into turn back time. Yeah, I was settling into becoming a dark lord. But now I'm just gonna get it. Get it. Be a time turner, and I'm just gonna place bets on UFC, and that's it. Oh fuck yeah, you're, dude! I would so abuse it for shit like that. That's, like that's little, all I use it for. <laughs> like little things that yeah. Like it's just the most mundane shit ever. I, and you know what? I don't know if I would use it to become like like stupid like. Uh, um, Jeff Bezos rich. I would want to be rich, but like under the radar rich, like where you have a fat house, like a stupid house. Like, like if I had like a seven bedroom, three bathroom house that I had like five car garage, I don't even have five cars, but I'm saying like, I would do something like that in a nice area. And then I'd, I'd be, I, I'm not, I'm not even, I'm not even getting that. I'm just using it to place like very small $20 bets at the Blackhawk casino. Blackhawk. I said, I, I said Blackhawk casino just so you could say Blackhawk. Blackhawk. Let's see what the, uh, what the redditors say? Yeah, the, the 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 most useless utilization of like a super powerful item. I'm like, I bet fourteen black seven dollars. Congratulations, sir, you're a winner. And your lunch is free that way. You know what I mean? User Redis Volt writes: Assuming we get the required stuff to keep it working, a Star Trek replicator. Ooh. Need a dinner in fifteen seconds? Done. Need four quarts of oil for my old ass car? Done. Ooh. Need basically anything that is sim- smaller item done. Ah, uh, so replicators are pretty dope. I have a, I, I have a a pseudo replicator in my novel, but I just call it a three D printer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, it's it's really it is it's basically like a, a a shittier, slower version of a Star Trek replicator. Hmm. But that's the thing that that is the thing that they in in Star Trek. Did you watch Star Trek? Mm, I think uh, let's see Star Trek uh, the next Enterprise or 
Uh, there was a cut here and there, like not. <laughs> I don't know. There, I saw the movies. I saw the the, the Enterprise was the ship. The Next Generation was that one. was the series. Okay, but they never really addressed the fact that like you need. That was one of the things in my story is like you need like the raw materials to feed into the thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mondo, you know what? Let's just f- fuck all this. Let's just have a holodeck. What's a holodeck? The, the holodeck was the 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 device in the Star Trek series that when they didn't really know what to do with like a, a story and they were tired of being constrained by being on a ship, they're just like, oh, we can do anything. So the idea was like you went into this room and it did holographic oh, projections. Yeah, 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 yeah. They and, trained in there. And, and it was shit. just like cheesy as hell. Yeah. And th- there was there was one character who had like a holodeck addiction and he he like made all like the the female crew members in love with him and stuff like that. You know what's funny is and we'll get to it when we talk about uh Binge and Purge, but in the Orville they the Orville clearly rips a lot of Star Trek stuff. Yeah. And in in the Orville there is something very similar to the holodeck that you're describing. It's, does does one of the characters have to come clean about their holodeck addiction? Yes, in a very funny but fucked up way. I'm not gonna. Ru- you haven't seen the Orville, so I'm not gonna ruin anything of it. But let's just say, let's just say there's a gay character in it, and he used the holodeck. Yeah, you know, I feel like that's kind of an oxymoron, Mondo. What coming clean? Never. It's never. Clean. No, no, no. <laughs> let's see. Uh, user, Doctor Brd. I think I've seen this guy's user before on a Reddit question. Uh, user Doctor Bdr Bdr writes Bruce Wayne's bank account. Uh, that's cheating. Is that's that? A, that's not an item. What is it? Is it? He just has like a lot of money, right? He just wants to be rich. Okay. Okay. User Cindergeist writes Philosopher's Stone, Immortality, oh. and Unlimited Gold. Yeah. What's Philosopher's Stone? That, I mean, he just explained what it, it does. It's a, it's a stone that gives you immortality. Oh. All right. The last one I'll read. User I Like Furret writes, An elegant weapon for more civilized age, a.k.a. the lightsaber. Ooh, it would be kind of cool to have a lightsaber. No, why? <laughs> it would be cool to have a lightsaber if you had the reflexes of a Jedi. You could just pew, 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 like, pounce bullets off and shit. Anyway. Um. <laughs> That's enough for Reddit question number one. Reddit question number two. What's some tech, realistic or not, that you wish existed? Oh, you chose... Fuck, I just realized I gave you two very similar Very questions. similar, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll go first. I wish there was like, like fully fun. I know it's like a, it's, it's coming. I think it's coming, but I wish there were like, uh, like nanobots that could fix shit in your, oops, that could fix shit in your body. Like, like for like a medical thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like nanobots, like I take a pill of nanobots and they go in and like, they fix my, my tum tum issues. Maybe, maybe, like, I don't know, clear out some of the fat cells and make me more lean and mean, you know? <laughs> That's what I would do. You, you want Tony Stark magic? Sure. Well, yeah, he's not... It's basically magic. Yeah, because, you know, that you're right. Because I remember, like, there's a one where he's, like, I forget what he just presses on his, like, chest thing, and all of a sudden the armor grows on him. It doesn't, it, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, because... <laughs> It's like either, because like he's just walking around. So does that stuff not have mass? Like, isn't it really heavy, or or is the suit that he's flying around in like super super light? I don't know. It doesn't. Yeah, and Marvel's like, and don't think about it. Yeah, don't think about it. <laughs> Duh, you're you're ruining you're ruining my immersion, bro. 
Um, I mean, we just touched on the holodeck. Should, should I should I say one that was like actually kind of realistic? Sure. Uh, I would like a really efficient carbon capture device. I don't know what that is. Uh, are you familiar with carbon? It's an element. Mm-hmm. And then when we burn fossil fuels, we send and, and when when we burn fossil fuels, when co- cows fart a lot, mm-hmm. all those things, the carbon goes up in the atmosphere. And that is probably the main cause of uh, global warming and climate change. Oh, so you're trying to basically come up with a way to filter carbon emissions from the sky. Well, it's not even filter. So I want to capture it. Like, I want something that's going to... Because here's the the problem. Like, that shit's already up there. Like, we're we're not at the... we're, We're past the point of like, oh, if we... If we are really good and we recycle and we put the plastic in this bin and that, like all that, like e- even if right now our our emissions dropped to zero, right? Like we didn't use any any fossil fuels, like we everyone just immediately somehow got electric cars, everything, we'd still be a little bit fucked. We wouldn't be as fucked, but all the, the climate change stuff would still happen. So isn't it isn't that kind of what the princess not the princess bride the uh <laughs> um what's the name of the movie god damn it Spaceballs isn't that Spaceballs that vacuum thing? <laughs> I don't even really remember that You remember that in Spaceballs there's like a giant no. thing that came in like sucked up all the oxygen from the air but it was I, I just remember them combing the desert with yeah. the, with a giant comb yeah. I haven't seen Spaceballs in a while it's a great movie But yeah at this at this point it's like what we would need is something that could go up in the atmosphere and just pull out a bunch of the carbon. What would you do with all the carbon? I imagine, I imagine like carbon has like a buildup, so it becomes like a. I don't know. That's a great question, Mondo. I, maybe there's there's some some way we could use it productively. I mean, it it, it is it's like a, it's a molecule. I mean, there, there's some way we could use it. Or, or here's what I would do. I would I would just send put all the carbon like condense it, and then just shoot it out into space. And then it like it explodes when it hits some distant planet, and that's what starts the intergalactic war. Ooh, because at the end of the day, I'm still trying to be the Dark Lord, guys. Ah. I haven't given up on being the Dark Lord. If I can't bring ruin to our planet through a magic ring, I want to just destroy the whole intergalactic uh, space system, which is probably out there. We, right on. That's really that's what I'm angling for. So like carbon capture, like oh look, he's so good. He we. <laughs> We we saved Earth. We're not going to have the, these huge uh, droughts and floods and all that. And but then it actually just leads to the ruin of not just mankind, just just life in the extended galaxy. Perfect. Let's see what uh, some of the users on Reddit said about that. User Whip It Good, spelled G U U D, writes something which records your dreams. Hmm. I don't know. No, I don't. I don't think I want that. Yeah, I don't think I want that either. Because <laughs> uh, then it'd be like, then somebody else can access my dreams and see, like, oh, I know what this fucker's thinking. I don't want them to access uh, my dreams. I I still don't know what anyone. Would, I I've tried to explain to you what my dreams are like. Yeah, they're kind of weird. They make no sense. They're very. I think mo- yeah, mine are sometimes can be abstract-ish. Extremely abstract. Like the 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 spaces, the physical places don't make any sense. Like. The, the transition from one place to another, it's, it's the best way I could describe it is like an even more surreal David Lynch movie where you're just like, I'm in this room. Like now, wait, now how did I end up here? And, and, uh, there, there are things where I'm like, well, it was like a school cafeteria, but also kind of like a giant greenhouse. 
And it oh, just never, none of it never makes any sense. Anyhow, uh, yeah, I don't want people having to see that shit. User Hulk Smash Hulk Regret writes a wearable solar panel that we can get body energy from, like wear the solar panel and feet and feel twenty years old again. Oh, so like the we draw on solar energy to power our body. Yeah, I mean that's not how our our bodies work. Yeah, <laughs> but, but I. Okay, <laughs> sure. Why not? This is a scythe. <laughs> this is a, some tech, realistic or not. This doesn't mean it has to be some. Because think about it, all energy, all energy is never. What is it? Never destroyed. Only cannot be created or destroyed. What's the power? No, you're gonna get there. Keep trying. God damn it! <laughs> Fuck you. So, anyways, you convert energy into. Yeah, uh, but, but that's not how our body process. Shut up! <laughs> it's 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 not. It has not to be realistic. I mean that that's like that's like. Why got to crush this guy's let, dreams? Let, let's just let's just plug ourselves into nine volt batteries. <laughs> Why? Hey, The Matrix is a movie, and we're basically giant batteries in that movie. Why got to crush Hulk smash Hulk regrets dreams? Right, but but we're not getting powered up by batteries. We are the batteries. But we're so we're like us. Our bodies are like a cell that store energy. Yeah, but you. <laughs> you're, <laughs> But <laughs> <laughs> all right, next next I'll read the last last one I'll read. User psycho porno pro prognocore. I can't read your stupid fucking name. Something to capture smells the way a camera captures images. Oh, like if it like if I'm making some biscuits <laughs> and they smell really good, I can send the smell to someone so they can smell it too. That, that would, can be that would bad. Be <laughs> that would be abused very I, bad. I actually, I actually support this. This is this is just like the most harmless, innocuous technology that will be used for evil. Uh huh. <laughs> you never, never open one of these from your guy friends. Never. I could, I could see like a group. If this talk technology existed, I can gr- see like a group text, like with you and a bunch of your friends, and all it is is you guys exchanging smells. Like, hey, I took a shit this morning. Smell this one, guys. <laughs> It'd just be everybody sharing fart smells and, yeah, fucked up. <laughs> no, I mean, what, what would happen that would be even worse is like your your one of your buddies would like send you a picture like, oh, look at this McCrean barbecue. It, like, it's so good. And you get a picture of this cream barbecue and then you get the smell file and like you go to open it up and it's actually just the the urinal uh-huh. from and you're like, you're like, take this deep width. You think you're going to smell these, these ribs and you're like... <laughs> Oh no, it's it's urine uh, and urinal cakes. Oh, you motherfucker. Have you ever had durian? No. It's like that? it's like a fruit. I don't I know, let's see. I think the Vietnamese eat this fucking fruit and it's basically like this giant ass melon looking thing. And supposedly the fruit in it is like really good, uh-huh. but it's like the fruit itself like once you open it up off of its shell or skin or whatever, like the fruit inside is the stinkiest like smelliest feet cheese smelling like funkiest but like people love the fruit so much they they're willing to like fuck it i'll subject myself to this shitty smell just to eat this fucking delicious yummy fruit i've never had I'm it sorry, Mar, is this a metaphor i don't no 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 <laughs> it's a real thing i'm just like like I, i've always wanted to try it but i don't know if i'm ready to like smell it it's it's, it's the tuna fruit speaking of, actually you know it's funny since that since our brother uh, greg is listening he, where did he go? I, I don't know where exactly. He was somewhere in Europe, and he brought back this, this fish, this fish stuff. And it was like a bunch of lancers were hanging out in my backyard, my parents' house. And there's this fish stuff in that they sell in this tin, and I'm forgetting the name of it. 
But so he's a rebel. He's he's transporting fish through customs. No, it was like a, it's like it's it's in it's a canned delicacy. Yeah, I still don't think you're supposed to do that. I don't know. Maybe he wasn't, but he did. So if you're getting trouble, Greg he's, is my he's best. A smuggler. Anyway, he brought this stuff, and because he knows I'm an animal, and he's also an animal, he's like, "Hey, Armando, we got to try this shit." There's a bunch of lancers. We were hanging out in the backyard, and you open this stuff up, and like, just the opening of the tin part of the can, like, it got like this big whiff of this everyone backed away it was like it had this this funk this this stink still grego and i tried it we ate it and it wasn't bad it was just like very it was like fermented fish in salt and so it was like uber salty it was like too much salt it was excessively salty fish it didn't taste bad but it had a fucked up funk and uh yeah a lot of guys didn't a lot of the other lancers that were hanging out were like, oh, yeah, I'll try it if you try it. No, y'all try it. All of them backed out when they saw me and Grego eating it. And they were like, yeah, just the smell alone got them all all scared. <laughs> um, that was it for Ask Reddit. Moving on to the wonderful world of binge and purge. Wait, I just figured out what I was trying to say about the fruit. Oh. So, remember you said the fruit where it's, it, people eat it and it kind of has the smell? And it's like, but but like the smell isn't actually really that bad, but the fruit is really self-conscious about it. And so even though you're enjoying the fruit, the fruit's like, oh no, like, and it, it just doesn't, can't completely relax. And you're like, you're just like trying to reassure the fruit and no. <laughs> okay. Jesus. <laughs> um <laughs> Moving on to Binge and Purge, this week we're going to be talking about, very briefly, because we there's only a couple episodes out, Disney slash uh, Lucasfilm's Obi-Wan. Yeah, yeah, I think I think we could even just give a, a little bit of a rundown on the, the sure. things that have are coming out on streaming, and then maybe we could go more in depth, but we will start with, with Obi-Wan. That came out uh, on the 27th. So it came out like Thursday or Friday. So for those of you that are in the that are like uh, Star Wars aficionados, the Obi Wan miniseries is supposed to take place. If you watch the chrono- chronologically the movies, there's Episode One, Two, Three that came out in the '90s. Mm-hmm. Four, Five, Six were the originals that came out in like the '70s or whatever. Anyway, so this Obi Wan tale, this mini thing that timeline wise takes place after. The third episode, in between three and four, basically in between the remakes, the prequels of the Star Wars story and before the original Star Wars movie that came out with, uh, you know, that everyone knows and loves. So it follows Obi-Wan's kind of uh, story of like what he did when he, like after Order Order 66, where uh, the Siths ordered like all the Jedis to be basically killed and like hunted and so obi-wan played by ewan mcgregor goes into hiding and uh and that's kind of what this so far this this miniseries is trying to tell that story and you do you do learn a lot more about obi-wan the character so you've one you learn that jedi powers allow you to have perfect hair even when you're working in like in a a, a desert sweatshop yeah that was impressive uh-huh. did you know did, did that kind of put you off a little bit no he, he's like no. Wor- he's working you know, he's just I, cutting I, meat. He's not like this, doing anything super physical. But they're like in the desert. Everyone else around him looks just aggressively grimy and dirty, and he's just got like perfectly, perfectly, perfectly coiffed hair. Yes, it's it's Ewan McGregor, dude. He's got to look good. But I, but that's I'm like, dude. If you're if you're trying to lay low, don't use your force powers to have a good hair day. That's just very poor form. Anyway, 
What else? What else puts you off about the? Well, so there's only two episodes out so far. Yeah. There's supposed to be six, I think. So, so I, I'd say overall, I liked it. Um, I was not trying to overanalyze this show too much, and and yet I did. I failed, Mondo. Mm-hmm. I failed by overanalyzing it. There's a couple things that bother me. So, so the th- thing one that bothers me overall is that Obi Wan is trying to hide. Luke on this on you know the what was it is it tattooing the the desert planet I think so 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 the two kids so um Padme Amidala gives birth to twins and one's Leia and one's Luke Leia goes one direction raised by the um, the pol- pol- politicians she she, she Organa, she, the Organa yeah, family she, she's a princess living in a, a palace and yeah Luke is living on the desert planet here's the thing that. I still, I still can't really comprehend that that they're like we need to hide Luke from Darth Vader and the Sith. So to to do this, we're going to have Luke go to Darth Vader's home planet and keep his surname. Oh yeah, that's right because his last name is still Skywalker. <laughs> like, like just, yeah, it's like the the worst plan ever. Like, wouldn't that be one of the first places you? I don't know. It, but I was like, okay, I'm not going to think about that. I, I like I like the fact that the show has a lot of Star Warsy elements. There's fun creatures. Mm-hmm. He rides a giant horse and eater hybrid thing. Yeah, that, that's fun. Uh, Obi Wan does as he's going to his his uh, day laboring job. There, there's a lot of Obi Wan being like, oh, the Jedi are dead. Forget about it. All that kind of stuff. I really like they have these these Jedi hunters that they call the Inquisitors. Yeah, um, that all happen to be former. Padawans, like Jedi Padawan, like guys that were like little kids that were being trained to eventually become Jedi's themselves. Someone got a hold of them. The bad guys got a hold of them and turned them into bad guy hunters or good guy hunters. I mean, and are they essentially just Siths? Yeah, kind of. But but they're a little. There's it's like a different flavor of Sith. They're definitely a little creepy. Yeah, I thought. So I thought I, they were cool. Yeah, I, I enjoyed those. The, the one of the parts in the second episode. I'm not going to go into too much detail, but they go to an actual city that's like a very sort of grimy Star Wars city, yeah. which which there's I enjoyed. An, there's you know, an underworld. It's not clean. It's not pretty. Yeah. You know? we, we see a lot of desert, sort of barren planets and desert worlds and ice worlds and things like that. Uh, and then in the prequels, we saw these these sort of glowing CGI cities. But we, I, I was like, let's, let's see more of the grime and, and cook. And I, yeah. I enjoyed that. Uh, the the one thing that I really really did not like about this, oh no, and I think I'm gonna get over it. Hopefully, I just I cannot stand the young Leia character. <laughs> I like the little fucking kid. Okay, most of the Disney Star Wars stuff to date has been. I think the Mandalorian was kind of cool. They didn't Disneyfy it too much. There was definitely some stuff in season two that was kind of like, oh, come on, guys, don't 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 Disney it too much. I'm I'm worried about that. To be yeah, honest. I, because I, well, the Mandalorian started off as just this like gritty like space western, and then they introduced and, the Baby Yoda, and then it just, <laughs> but like at least the Baby Yoda was so cute. <laughs> like at least there was some redeeming quality. Yeah. Like he's to, a power to, to me. The the young Leia character is just. They're like, yeah, we're going to make her precocious and she's a wild spirit. And it's like, motherfuckers, this is exactly what you did in the first prequel movie with young Anakin. And did you not learn anything from this? Yeah. It was not well received. People didn't like it. I mean, at least, at least, okay. Well, it makes the Anakin character empathetic, sympathetic. 
Because you're like, oh, he used to be innocent, and then he went on. I, home. I guess, but it's like, it, it, at least this this portrayal does fit more with the Leia that we have come to know, uh, come to know in yeah. the the uh, original Star Wars trilogy. Whereas, in in uh, I'm now I'm trying to remember the the, the name of the Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm. It's it was like it's like yes, like Darth Vader is this sort of creepy, mysterious villain, and you know it's this big reveal, and it's like now it's like you're you're Darth Maul. No, 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 Darth Vader. Darth Vader's not in the Phantom Menace. Yes, he is. He's as Anakin. Oh, so you mean Anakin? Because no, Darth Vader doesn't exist until after Episode Three. Yeah, it's three. the same character. That's the whole point. Like I feel like they're they kind of ruin. First of all, the young Anakin Skywalker. The only reason he wasn't completely detested was because Jar Jar Binks took some of the heat off of him. <laughs> They're like, like he had like a more annoying, obnoxious character where people didn't completely focus on him. But he was not well received because what I'm saying is Darth Vader, the character was 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 Opposite. a kind of this dark, mysterious character. And they're like, but look, guys, he was a cute, precocious little kid one time. It's like, guys, you know what? Sometimes you can just like the things you like, and you don't have to know how where they came from. Yeah. And it, and and so I'm like saying, at least this Leia is more consistent. It's not like it, they're not like retroactively ruining the Leia character. Yeah. But, she was always she was always kind of a little bit more rebellious, do more, do do her own shit, like. I wouldn't say anti-establishment, but didn't really like to be in a position of power. She was just like, hey, just let me do my own fucking thing. But I'm like, okay, now we're going on. It's now Obi-Wan is, we're going on another we need to save Leia quest, which is exactly how New Hope started, if you recall. Help me, Obi-Wan. You're my only hope. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that was really good. Can we, can we get one more? Can we get a second nope. take on that? Uh-uh. That's it. One and done. Um you should do voiceovers for for Le- young Leia, but um, but now we're, now we're going on another save Leia quest, but she's even more annoying <laughs> than she was in, in New Hope. If they could if they could have just made her like thirty percent less cutesy, I would have been on board with it. But they're they're a hundred percent. They're like okay, we have to put all of our Disney Plus energy yeah. into this one character, and it's like look, kids, like it's a fun. Kid character, and even though we've 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 set them in this dangerous, gritty planet with an underground drug trade and danger at every corner, she's like Dora exploring her way through it, and let's, I I was not on board for that it, part. Let's the way I, the way I would describe it is there's like a scale of like gritty Star Wars stuff, and then the opposite end, which would be like complete uh, Mickey Mouse Disney magic bullshit, like. Like yeah, everyone's laughing. Jar Jar Binks, okay. Uh-huh. I think the Leia character, the little girl character, is like on, on a scale of zero to ten would be like on a seven. So it's not all the way annoying, like Disneyfied. It's like yes, she is, and she's got her little robot fucking thing that can fly and talk to her and shit. But it's not all the way annoying like Jar Jar Binks annoying. You know what I mean? It's like it's well n- nothing. I mean. In the history of cinema, <laughs> like, no, no, no character has been that annoying. I liked her. I liked her. This is the, to me, the Leia kid. The Leia kid is a good, an example of a, a, a decent example of like, kind of sort of like the women's empowerment movement. Like, hey, we could have this woman character who can be strong in her, in her own right. 
but they also make her so fucking stupid. That's part of the. That's the thing. If she actually was very clever, she is clever. She's oh, a smart she's little girl. Really dumb in the movie. In the in the she's, show, she's a she's extremely dumb. She's a smart little girl. Anyway, no, <laughs> we have our different opinions. No, she's not. Watch the show. But but just to to for for me, I'm let me just, just pull okay. this whole, full circle. I there there are a lot of very tried and true Star Wars elements that they put into the show. Some of it, to a certain extent, as I've already mentioned, feels like a bit of a rehash where they're just use, reusing old tropes. But you know what? I think for the most part they do it pretty well. I'm there for it. I wish the writing could be a little bit better. I wish the Leia character could still be, like I said, a thirty percent less cutesy. But all that said, if you like Star Wars, it, it definitely hits some of those notes really well. And as someone who's not a huge Star Wars fan, I'm still a hundred percent like I'm actually really looking forward to the third episode. Yeah, like I liked it enough. Where I'm like, what? Where are they going to go with this? How yeah. how how can it get better? And uh, like I said, I hope they just they just make the the Leia character a little bit less cutesy. For Star Wars, I think they actually did a really good job of having relatively few cringy lines of dialogue because because this is one thing that i've been really aware of the writing in the original star wars trilogy was not very good the actors just pulled it off like some of those lines if anyone besides harrison ford said them you'd be like what the fuck is this but he you know he was just able to to deliver it in such a way where it felt fun and playful and uh, the the only line that 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 I was just like was a huge eye roll for me. There's one part where the Inquisitors were squabbling amongst themselves, and one of them goes, "You go too far," and the other one's like, "You don't go far enough." Yeah, I was the... like, "Jesus, guys, come!" On. It was like the most unoriginal shit. Just just something. Just try a little bit, writers. But I I would still give this a, a strong seven out of ten, and I'm I'm looking forward to the third episode. I can't recall what I gave the Mandalorian and the Book of Boba Fett on a on a rating, but I think this one rates. I, I just really like the Mandalorian character because he's like this old school, you know, solo gunfighter type of guy. I don't rate it as high as Mandalorian, but I think I rate it higher than the Book of Boba Fett, and I liked the Book of Boba Fett too. Uh, one, a couple things that I, just of note. Um, I was happy to see that they reprised uh, Jimmy Smith's character as the as uh, Organa, the the politician guy. I always thought he's a good actor, and I'm glad he that is. they brought him yeah. back. Also, I don't know if you caught this, but Flea isn't it? Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. He's, really? The, you know how there's like three thugs that go and try to kidnap the little baby Leah. Leah? Uh-huh. So he's he's like the main one, like the one that does most of the talking, like the kind of like the dickhead one. Got That's it. Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. So I was like, oh, I saw him. I was like, that's fucking awesome. I thought he was playing her little flying uh, droid. <laughs> um, also uh, of note is Joel, Joel Edgerton, a great actor in his own right, plays uh, um, Uncle Uncle Owen, who's you know babysitting uh, Luke, right? He, he, oh, this is completely unrelated, but it just, just made me laugh. Because it would be hilarious to me if they – they had someone who really wanted to, to have a part, and then they they're like, "Fine, you can do the voiceover for one of the droids." But you know what show actually did something like that, which was even funnier. Mandalorian did that. South Park. That's what I was going at. Oh, where they use like a Bra- like Brad Pitt. Like yeah. so, this is like early on. Yeah. Brad Pitt, or it was either Brad Pitt or George Clooney. It was one of them. Uh, was a huge fan of the show, and he's like wanted to be on, and they're like, "Fine, you can play Stan's gay dog." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's it, like he was just going rough, rough. Uh, also of note, actors in this. I was pleasantly disappointed. I didn't know he was in it. Kamal Danjani's in it. I was like, what the fuck? He's in he the fuck- was excellent. Yeah, he was great. I was like, he's in the fucking show. That's fucking cool. And and you know what? He was, he, he, that's a great point, Mono. When I was talking about how in, in uh, the original trilogy, they had some really cheesy lines, but they had actors that could pull it off. Mm-hmm. He had some, some lines that would have been clunkers, but his delivery was so good. Yep. I, I really hope he's a, a running character in the show because I thought he was great. Um, I'm looking at IMDb, and his character is in five episodes. Nice. So I think he's going to make the entire run of the series, or the miniseries, if you want to call it. Also, and we've yet to see these two characters uh, make appearances, but apparently Hayden Christensen reprises his role as Darth Vader, and he's I haven't seen him yet. Maybe towards the last few seconds in episode one where they show like a Darth Vader in the water bubble thing. Also, last one I'll bring up, actor... O'Shea Jackson Jr., basically I.I.E. Ice Cube Jr., Ice Cube's kid, who's in, uh, he's been in a couple other movies, but he was in the Straight Outta Compton remake where he played his dad, he played Ice Cube. Mm-hmm. So O'Shea Jackson Jr. comes out in this uh, miniseries. I don't know, he's not in, in the first two episodes for sure, but he's apparently another big name actor that makes his... Uh, and you know, one thing, I, I do enjoy that canonically, Star Wars is, is racially diverse. You know what I mean? There, there, there's some of the these series that that have come out um, that the fan base has gotten in an uproar because they're like they're not supposed to be black people, and I, I, that's where I'm like, guy, just chill the fuck out. Like if you you're able to make the leap of faith that this giant fantasy world exists and there's magic and spells and shit, you know what? You can just mentally add black people. It's fine. It's not a big deal. But you know what? There always were in Star Wars. Yeah, there was never. It was always a, a pretty racially diverse uh, world, so the the fan base is is fine with it. I'm still waiting for them to be a Mexican Jedi or a Mexican anything in the Star Wars universe. Could it be cool? <laughs> Can you imagine? Okay, let's just re, re, uh, uh, make believe land, right? The Generous Clubhouse is a top ten podcast in the you know the world, and we're we're like uh, we're like. Uh, uh, in sort of kind of influence. I don't want. I wouldn't. I would hate to be an, deemed an influencer. But we're a, we're a celebrity enough where they were like, "Hey, let's throw in the Degenerates Clubhouse guys in the Star Wars universe." Like, I would be. I would be a cool like because they did Mace Windu as a black Jedi. Why can't they have a Mexican Jedi? I mean, I'd be a cool Mexican Jedi. I mean, Oscar Isaac is not Mexican, but he's, hey, he's, he's South American. No, not. I'm saying Mexican. You fuck. Uh, you could even use um, Pedro Pascal. Yeah, I was gonna say Pedro Pascal, but he's he's not he's uh, he's not Mexican. He's like Latin. He's something else. Diego Luna. I don't know who that is. He's a actor. Yeah, but what does he do in Star Wars? He's Cassian Andor. Oh, he's in Rogue One. He's the he's like the. Is he Mexican? Uh, His Luna, name's Diego. Luna could be. Me- I think I I'm gonna go out and limit say he's Spanish and not Mexican. Born. I don't know how you say that. Toluco, Mexico. Oh, uh, he doesn't count. I'm talking about a cool Mexican character. By the way, they should have not changed his name at all. Diego Luna is such a great Star Wars name. Yeah, it's like they shouldn't even change his name. You just, you just Diego Luna or a Mexican Chewbacca. Yo quiero Taco Bell. Anyway, that was enough for uh, Obi Wan the show. It's a good show. I enjoyed it. Let's talk about other shows that are coming up. Yeah. Oh wait, wait, wait! You remember or in not? Uh, 
Yeah, hold on, but just real quick. In in the the in the most recent trilogy, there is that character who has like the like huge glasses and the really tiny eyes. She's CGI. She, yeah, she was she was Mexican. What? <laughs> yeah. Who's that? Uh, uh, Lu, Lu, Lupita. I can't say her name. Lupita Nyong'o. Yeah. She's black. Oh, is she? Yeah, she's an African American. She's. Uh, oh my bad. I think uh, wasn't Jared Leto banging her for a while. I don't. I, think, I do not know. I think they were a, an item. I I just had a list of. You saw Lupita. You assumed Mexican. You fuck. She's black. No, no, be, because <laughs> African. because I I googled Mexican actors in Star Wars and she came up. Oh wait, she's. Well, hold on. She, so first of all, she's born in Mexico. Lupita Nyong'o? Yeah, Mexico City, Mexico. No. So she's Ke- Kenyan Mexican. Wow, I've never. That's a wow. Holy shit. I don't know that. So so can she? I mean. No, she, she she's, nope. she's culturally Mexican. I want a dude with a fucking mustache like mine and like wearing a sombrero. She, she's got a little bit of a mustache. <laughs> no, she's a model. She's fucking attractive as fuck, dude. I know they, they gotta wax it. Asshole. <laughs> right. Anyway, that was enough for Obi Wan. Let's talk about some other upcoming shows that are soon to be streaming because there's a shitload of fucking cool shows. Holy shit! That is hilarious that they made her like the most homely CGI character. <laughs> I, I didn't. I had no idea what that actress looked like. I'm like, oh, it's like a gorgeous black woman. Yeah. Like, like. like uh, I think she was like one of like the. Uh, w- there was a certain year where she was voted like the most uh, beautiful woman or something. I forget. And they're like, we we shall put you <laughs> as this tiny uh, myopic CGI character. Cool. Okay, let's talk about shows. Uh, how much time do we have left? We are fifty-seven-ish minutes in. Do you want to just table that for, for another time? Okay. Next, on the next Degenerates Clubhouse episode 86, we will discuss, maybe, if we remember. Unless we, we have something better to talk about. We will talk about uh, shows that are coming out here pretty soon. Just a really quick honorable mention because it's already out. And maybe we'll review it next week. Who knows? Uh, Stranger Things also came out season four. But there's also a bunch of other shit coming season, out. Season four part one. Part one, right. Because they're going to see uh, separate the entire... Uh, season into a bunch of things anyway um we hope you guys enjoyed the episode right now is the memorial day weekend quick uh you know i know it's not a like a veterans holiday but like for those of uh for those of our friends and family veterans that lost uh i guess brothers in arms um you know we'll be thinking about you guys it's not Memorial Day is often used as an excuse to like party and barbecue and get fucked up, but it's it's a serious. It's supposed to be kind of a somber day of remembrance of the people that we lost in uh, in the uh, you know the military. So thank you guys for your service and all that shit, and hope you guys enjoyed the episode. We'll talk to you guys in a week. Bye bye. Hey everyone, Mondo here. I just want to take the time to say on behalf of myself and Aaron that we appreciate everyone who's taken the time to listen to our podcast. We know there's hundreds of thousands of podcasts to choose from, but you took some time out of your day to listen to us ramble on. Please share our podcast, like and subscribe, follow us on all our social media platforms and all that jazz. Whether you love us, hate us, agree with our opinions or disagree, we still love you. 